everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Teen Titan Wasteland. I'm Hub. I like Teen Titans comics. Do you like Teen Titans comics? If not, I hate to tell you this, but I think you may be listening to the wrong podcast. Unless you're just angry listening to it. Like, oh, I hate Robin. I hate Kid Flash. I hate Aqualad. Who am I kidding? Nobody hates Aqualad. He's the best. All right, let's get into it. Synopsis. That's a different one. Huh? You like it? Teen Titans number nine. June 1967. Written by Bob Haney. Trotted by Irv Novick. Hmm. Inked by Nick Cardi. Ah. Also a cover by Nick Cardi. The Big Beach Rumble. The Titans are in their secret lair, sifting through the fan mail that Wonder Girl has just picked up from a lovesick postman. One particular parcel catches their collective eye. A huge crate of citrus fruit, which has been sent from the Baxter Beach Chamber of Commerce. The BBCC would like the teens to act as security for the upcoming Spring Break Jamboree, a daunting task, as the event has been chosen as the site of a rumble between the students of two rival schools, Dobbs University and Brandon College. Both institutions have sent branded sweatshirts for the Titans to wear, but in order to stay impartial, the teen heroes have elected to wear the new shirts that Wonder Girl has thoughtfully provided. Purple sweatshirts emblazoned with two capital T's. Delighted to at last have long-sleeved shirts to offset their short shorts, the Titans board their helicopter and head off to Baxter Beach. From the air, they spot a procession of students from Brandon and a throng of their counterparts from Dobbs. The two groups seem to be on a collision course. Are both groups carrying picket signs? Fuck yes, both groups are carrying picket signs. As both assemblies are singing songs expressing their disregard for their rival, the teens surmise that if the groups arrive at the destination at the same time, then some shit is going to go down. Wonder Girl uses her Amazonian strength to delay the Brandon students and temporarily avert disaster. When the students do eventually arrive at the beach, they are greeted by our heroes. Robin explains that the town is tired of them fighting each other, and that if there is any violence, they will be forced to leave. The spokesperson for Dobbs University, a young scholar named Boom Boom, explains that they really like violence, and have been looking forward to this rumble for some time. So, Robin and Kid Flask toss him around and rough him up until he agrees that fighting isn't cool. Good work, guys. Robin suggests that rather than fighting one another, they instead team up to fight erosion. All the young folks agree that that seems like a great plan, and for a minute it seems like they're going to go punch the ocean, but, disappointingly they decide to instead all pitch in and build a jetty. Soon, the assembled college students are laying railroad tracks, quarrying stones, and felling trees, because they have agreed that that is the most enjoyable way to spend their spring break. Obviously. The mayor and city council are naturally delighted with the free manual labor that the students have provided. Well, I should say the manual labor that the male students have provided, because Wonder Girl and the female students have been off making sandwiches for the boys. Yeah. Anyway. Everyone seems pleased with the way things are going, and decide to celebrate by having a big beach dance party. Things seem to have wrapped up nicely, so naturally, this is when the town is attacked by a giant caveman-looking submarine pilot named Captain Tiger. Yup. Fortunately, the good Captain Sub has run ashore on the newly built jetty. Unfortunately, its guns and torpedoes are still operational. Aqualad tells some eels to go take out some of the pirates, and throws a grenade down the barrel of the Sub's main gun. He disables the gun, but is knocked out from the explosion. Captain Tiger uses a torpedo to blow up the town's bank for some reason, and fires another at the town in general. Wonder Girl manages to dispose of the second torpedo, but is caught by a special super magnet that the pirates seem to have invented. Robin and Kid Flash attack the remaining pirates, and are doing okay, 
until Cap Tiger hits them with a log and kicks Kid Flash in the face a couple of times. The pirates are about to recommence what they cleverly call Operation Pillage when the students, led by Boom Boom, drive the train that they have for some reason into the side of the sub. The Titans are freed and they and the students combine forces to punch the shit out of the pirates. Sweet. The students and city council have a newfound admiration for one another, and they express that in the most appropriate way imaginable. Appreciative picket signs. Hooray! All right, and joining us once again is my non-Pontiac Aztec-owning brother, Corey. Thanks for that. Hey, everybody. Hey. Sorry, Corey. It's okay. I don't mean to rub it in. Sure. Sure you don't. What'd you think? Uh, man, this one made me laugh out loud a bunch. I enjoyed it. It was weird, but not weird to the point of total, like, batshit weird nonsense weird. It was pretty weird. But it was pretty weird. I would like to get this out of the way, right at, right at the outset. And picket signs! I think we all know. Plenty! We all know that means picket signs. That was a very picket sign intensive episode, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I liked how the sort of opposing colleges had picket signs deriding each other. Yep. And then how sort of at the end it came full circle where the, the college kids had become unified and had also developed an appreciation for the townspeople. Right. It was like at the end they forgot that at no point had the townspeople and the students been picketing each other. Mm-hmm. And... We're like, yeah, and then the two groups that were picketing each other make nice signs about each other, which we've seen a couple times before. Yep, it's like the um, good pickets undo the bad pickets. Right, but previously the townspeople had never picketed, and the students were picketing each other, and the townspeople were just pissed off at the students. Oh, yeah. Because the students just really wanted to have a giant fight on their beach. They yeah. had scheduled it ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Everybody thought it was reasonable. Mm-hmm. And this is all the students, but also Robin, like when they're going over it at the beginning, there was a weird point where Robin goes, look, nobody's wrong in this. The students, they haven't had classes for a couple of weeks, so there's no reason why they wouldn't want to beat the shit out of each other yeah. on a beach. Yeah. But that's going to be bad for the townspeople. So, you, he's really, both sides are reasonable. I'm like, Robin, what the fuck? No. Yeah. It is not reasonable to have a giant fight in a town. Yeah. And, and the scale, too, of, of it is, so what we know about this town is that there's a beach. Mm-hmm. They've got about four police officers, and right. uh, they grow grapefruit. I think they grow all citrus. All they grow citrus, but there is definitely an emphasis on grapefruit. And uh, so it's a it's a small place, right? And they describe the college students as arriving in literally the thousands, plural. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, well, and when you see them, it's the, they're yeah. teeming throngs that have taken over the highway. So if I were one of those old towns, oh yeah, folks, it's horrifying. Yeah. It's horrifying that, that these the thousands of teenagers are going to converge on the beach with the express purpose of beating the shit out yeah. of each other. Not at all reasonable, <laughs> Not <Robin>. at all. <laughs> He's like... But I like that he made excuses. It's like, look, they haven't had classes in like a couple of weeks. Yeah, they don't have homework. Yeah, what else are they going to do? Of course they want to beat the shit out of each other. And I just wish there was a way that they could do that. Yeah, can't we all work together? I also liked, going back to the very beginning, <laughs> the postman who's in love with Wonder Girl. I felt so bad for him. It was very sweet. They're having kind of a nice back and forth, and then she flies away to deliver the packages. But she does it while he's in the middle of a sentence, kind of. Yeah. And then he ends up by just saying, oh, I'm just a dead letter to her. Yeah. Which is, is kind of sweet, except for that he's a grown man who has a crush on a teenage girl. 
Which is creepy. That is creepy, yeah. He's maybe making justification it, for the fact that she's Amazonian. She can fly, and that doesn't that make doesn't her seem make older. Her older. No, really it, no, no. That's, she can it, fly like a grown-up can fly, so you would assume that she's older. Therefore, it's fine. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, you're right. But I, it was still, it was a very sweet battle, and, and it was, it was, it was kind of cute. Mm-hmm. And I like that she has a secret location at which to pick up their mail from a postman to get back to their other secret location where yeah. their clubhouse is. That's yeah, it's it. Well, it's an added level of secrecy. Yeah, they're teens; they need to respect their privacy. Mm. Um, I like the fact that their secret lair, which we don't know where it is, nobody knows, not even the narrator. No, and he wrote it. Yeah. Yeah, who is that guy? Anyway, Man, we don't Bob know. Haney. <laughs> that Bob Haney doesn't know where they're... Apparently not. I don't think anybody does. Dang. But I like that where it is hidden, where the helicopter exits, is from a behind a giant billboard for the Batman, Batman TV show. I know. Which they make reference to, oh, we gotta watch that, which... It kind of freaked me out, and I tried to do the mental math. I'm like, so wait, in their universe, does Burt Ward still play <laughs> Dick Grace? I... And then I was like, I'm going to stop thinking about it. Yeah. It's it's fine. And it was Aqualad, too. That was the one who was like, oh, man, we're going to miss Batman this week. And I they're know. like, they have TVs and where yeah. we're going. Yeah. Stupid Aqualad. Yeah. Uh, Don't you know what a TV is? I used to watch a reflective shell yeah. all day. So I would like to point out, too, the artwork in this issue is not Nick Cardi. It is Irvinovic again. But it looks a lot better than the last issue. And that is because Irv Novik is doing the pencils, but Nick Cardi is doing the inking. That is curious. There was a couple points in which I wondered what was going on, because it did... It, it's weird because, it, specifically, it's the depiction of Wonder Woman, I think, is the main... Or Wonder Girl yep. is the real tell on who is drawing it. Mm-hmm. She did look different, I noticed. She that. looked different, but she looked better. Like, mm-hmm. like it, it's she looked like she did when Irv Novik drew her, but then somehow softened and rounded. Not as, um, not as junk junkie-ish. Not as junkie-ish, yeah. Certainly as the Bill Molno stuff, and less so than the earlier Irv Novik thing, and I think mm-hmm. that his pencils are... The, the inker really just rounded it out and kind of put his stamp on the facial features, mm. and you can tell. Uh, Nick Cardi also did the cover, which it's a great cover. It's one of my favorites. It's just Kid Flash getting kicked in the face by Captain Tiger. Off the bow, if that's what it's called, of a submarine... I do not know what the front of a submarine is called, and there is literally no way to find that out. If only we had some magical... Can't oracle. be done. Okay. Can't be done. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a dynamic cover. Captain Tiger is smiling maniacally, and he's got like this sort of kung fu action thing where his foot is to show the motion. It looks like he's got like four feet, and then there's a giant explosion type yeah. thing. He's kicking Kid Flash pretty hard. Yeah, right in the face. It's pretty great. Yeah. And the other Titans are just looking on kind of horrified at what's happening. It's weird about Captain Tiger, his outfit. <laughs> what is up with that? I outfit? don't know. Clearly that's the, where his name comes from. Because he's, he's wearing a leopard print vest. Yes. Like a tiger would. Exactly. Because <laughs> tigers hate leopards. They're the worst. <laughs> so they would want to skin them and wear their vest. Yeah. I don't understand any of yeah. this guy. He, so he, yeah, he he's wearing sense. a leopard print vest, no shirt, and kind of... I guess just brown pants. He's got a big belt buckle like a pirate. He's got a... I guess that kind of ties in. I guess, or like a guy who just has a big belt. It's not like the belt buckle is oversized in relation to the belt. I think he's just got a giant belt. It's not like he's Charlie Daniels or an intercontinental champion. 
Neither of those, yeah. No, no he kind of reminds me of comic-y depiction of, like, the strong man from a circus, but instead of a singlet, he's he's wearing this, this weird vest and these brown pants. He reminds me of George the Animal Steel, kind of. But more, uh, felt. But, but still kind of just beefy yeah. and hairy and bald. Yeah, and kind of gross. He's a jerk. He is. Also, his inclusion in it just feels like he's the main antagonist of it. He shows up more than halfway through the comic, and mm. really, to me, it felt like the comic was wrapping up. Yeah, that was actually clever how they did that. It, it kind of took me by surprise because, well, it didn't because he's on the cover, and so I was like... Well, what? he's on the cover, what and also, you know, we're like... It was like, well, what are they going to do for the rest of the comic book? Right. At the point where he shows up, it's like, oh, the teens have resolved their issues. They're... We should chat about that before we get into... Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. There's Captain so Tiger. much to get into before we get to the I mean, Captain. I really think that this comic is about... Sometimes it's okay to use violence to solve all your problems. That seems to be, <laughs> like, one of the one of the themes. There's a time it. and place for violence. Mm-hmm. Look, we all want to have a giant yeah. fight with thousands of people on a beach. However, A, don't get your kicks at other people's expense. Right. But B, use violence. <laughs> right. Well, when and it's appropriate. Even when Robin and Kid Flash <laughs> illustrate that you should not use violence uh, to get your kicks at other people's expense... They do it by just beating the crap out of poor Boom Boom. <laughs> They're like literally throwing him back. They and throw forth. him back and forth, and then like a ragdoll, like a ragdoll, and then Kid Flash kind of uses his legs to air juggle him, like to, yeah, to he, he super speed like hacky sack him. He does like a like an aerobics bicycle, if that's what that's called, where you like where you're I on your. I don't back. think that's what that's called. An aerobics bicycle, is, right? In my mind, okay, when, when you're. You're laying on your back on the floor, and your your legs are, like, at a 90-degree angle perpendicular to the floor, and you're moving them like you're riding a bicycle sure. upside down. He's doing that, but basically what he is doing is continually kicking this guy at super speed to keep him aloft. Yeah, it's awful. And It also, also is not entirely within either his or Robin's power set, which is weird because they do have two characters who have super strength. They have Aqualad and Wonder Girl, who it really seems like... Okay, first of all, you probably shouldn't be just throwing this college student around. But second of all... Well, he did mouth off to them. He mouthed <laughs> off to them in the best way possible. I, I won't say it now because that is definitely my choice for favorite slang in this issue. But he has a little speech that he gives that is amazing. I wrote that down also. <laughs> but if you are going to be throwing this guy around, you have two characters who are capable of that and two characters who aren't. Mm-hmm. And they had the two characters who do not have super strength throwing oh, them it. around. I got it. Trap. No. Uh, acrobatics. They were using acrobatics isn't to that, have super is, strength. Isn't that the explanation from the Mazipas? Well, they've all trained as acrobats. There you go. Clearly. According, <laughs> to, all you <laughs> according to Robin, even though they haven't. Yeah. It's, uh, Bob Haney loves... Loves him some acrobats. Maybe it was an off-panel they did a switcheroo just because they love doing disguises. Mm, that could be. We'll find right. out later, maybe. Speaking of costumes, their new sweatshirts. Ginchy. Gear. Ginchy as gear can be. Mm-hmm. Or gear as Ginchy can be. Either way. Both of How- those things. However, the, the look, a little bit silly wearing short shorts and a sweatshirt. They absolutely do. It's... <laughs> It's adorable. <laughs> it's it is it's it it's like, like they kids. all had watched Animal House and, <laughs> <laughs> and the scene 
<laughs> where Donald Sutherland is wearing a sweater and no yeah. pants, and are like, that is the look we want. That's what, yeah. That's, I, mean. now, I know that hadn't come out yet at this time, but at some point, Kid Flash does have access to a time machine. So it's I think they probably possible. used that to yeah. watch Animal House together. Yeah. And then we're like, yup, that's a good look. That is the look for us. Yeah, it, it does look very funny when they're, when they're all wearing those. And I, frankly, I think they were just excited to get long sleeve shirts for a change. Yeah. With, with the exception of Kid Flash. Yeah. And Aqualad actually has long sleeve short shirt, but short shorts, which is part of why I like his look generally so much. Interesting. It's a good look. Eh, that's debatable. I think he can pull it off. Well, yeah. We'll agree on that. Cheers. Great sweaters. Great, great sweaters. And sweaters. and not only do the Teen Titans agree that they are gear and ginchy, but when they show up on the beach, all of the college students are like, oh, ho, ho, sweatshirts. Yeah. So they illustrate that violence is not the solution to this particular problem yet. By using violence. Right. And then... Robin has a great idea that really took me off guard and amused the hell out of me. He's like, why are you fighting each other? There's your real enemy. And points to the ocean where there is a sign that says erosion Erosion is happening. Erosion is the enemy, yeah. But it looks to me like he's just pointing at the ocean. And the ocean, what is causing the erosion is the ocean. Yeah. And I thought they were just going to go and be like, there's your enemy. You guys, let's go beat the crap out of the ocean. And Aqualad would just be like, no. Yeah, yeah. Poor, no, don't do it. That's my home. That's all where all my friends, real friends live. Oh, poor Aqualad. But it really does look like Robin is suggesting that they go fight the ocean. And I really wanted them to. What he was suggesting and what he's able to manifest is equally as ridiculous and implausible as fighting the ocean. Is that all of these college students build a jetty? Yeah. That they build a railroad to help them build the jetty. Yes. They lay down rail tracks. Yep. And then, I guess, find a locomotive engine? Build a locomotive engine? Nobody knows. It's unclear. Yeah. Then they quarry some stones. Mm Mm-hmm. They cut down all the trees. They cut down all the trees and quarry all the stones. Mm-hmm. These are college students mm-hmm. that are going to spring break. Yep. So let's build a jetty to stop erosion. Right. That's and, how and, they're going to party. And also, how does that work? Well, that is actually what jetties do. I did not know that. A jetty would be a long stone walkway that would kind of go... I'm familiar with, with in what, what they are. In front of the thing. And I yeah, that know. is... it. it, it pr- it's like a seawall? It's, it's a seawall. Yeah. See, it looks like a... It looks like, like a, a pier. pier. It looks like they built a pier because they illustrated it as being more perpendicular mm-hmm. to the beach than coming out in front of the beach. But I think that was a confusion between the the art and the the words. Because mm. if you're building a jetty, that would be, I think, generally, it would not go straight out. Or maybe a pier is a type of jetty. But We're getting into traditional territory here. That's true. Much like... Captain Tiger did. Oh, shit. And that's why we had to have these kids build this crazy thing. Well, that's one reason. Really, they built it to fight erosion. And also to give Wonder Girl and the gals a chance to make them some sandwiches. And cool beverages. That was kind of rough, man. (laughs) Yeah. That was like, I was like, oh, man, all of these college kids are chipping in and building the jetty. Mm -hmm. And then in the next panel, it's... It's Only boys can work. Yeah. In the next panel, it's Wonder Girl shows up. It's like, and while you boys were working hard, we made you sandwiches and lemonade. Yeah. Even though I am stronger and tougher and more badass than all of you put together. What the fuck is going on? It was like in the very early days when Wonder Woman joined the Justice Society in the 40s, Mm. they made her be their secretary. Mm. And she kind of stayed back in the base while they would do all of their super adventures, which is bullshit. 
Yep. Although, she does have a 3,000-year-old sandwich recipe that she uses. Seems to be pretty good. Which the mayor is over the moon about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is into that. I would be, too. I really want to eat that sandwich. Ah, that's an old recipe. Yeah, it's been... I like to believe that it's been refined over, oh, over, over 3,000 3, okay, years okay, that makes sense. to be the most delicious sandwich Because it's probably hard to find 3,000-year-old Amazonian spices. Now, I, I think Paradise Island has a continuous history going back 3,000 years. Mm. And I'm, I think they, they're into sustainable farming. So probably they have the same stuff that they do back then. Touché. They've got some ancient grains. Touche. <laughs> yeah, it was a veggie burger. It is not a lentil walnut burger. <laughs> it was a hemp burger. Our parents used to make us eat lentil walnut burgers, which to in retrospect, day, they, maintain... I don't, they maintained that they were delicious. They may or may not have been delicious, but they were sold to us as though they would taste like hamburgers. This is not the And case. I can tell you this definitely about lentil walnut burgers. Not they burger. may or may not be delicious. They do not taste at all like hamburgers. Nor resemble them. Nope. Nor texturally akin to any burger-like thing. No. No. It's... Sloppy Joe. It's like a pile of mulch. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry. A little diversion. But I do not believe that Wonder Girl would feed them a lentil walnut burger. Nor I. She's I, a hero. I don't even know how I got there. I'm sorry. Ancient grains and just one thing led you to You apologize another. to me. I would like you to apologize to Wonder Girl. Wonder Girl, I'm sorry. I didn't say ancient grains, though, so. Oh. So it's my fault? Because I said ancient grains. Do you, which, which do you think is an ancient grain? A walnut or a lentil? Uh... Touche. Aha! Ancient grains aside. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Let's move on, shall we? So, they build this jetty, <laughs> fueled by delicious ancient sandwiches. Mm. It was also when she brought him the sandwich, she said it was a 3,000-year-old recipe. In my mind, I kept somehow translating to that to 3,000-year-old sandwich. sandwich. Yeah, which the same thing. It, Yeah. And it looks like a burger. It looks like a burger. That's maybe where our, our diversion <laughs> came from. But so fueled by these ancient burgers, <laughs> the college students and titans have built this jetty. And lemonade. Ostensibly. Yes, they also had lemonade. Uh... <laughs> it's a funny comic. Yeah. And then they decide to celebrate by having a giant collective beach party. Yep. Which it seems like they could have just decided to have from the beginning. Yep. And perhaps not even built a jetty, because that seems like an awful way to spend your spring break, although apparently it took a day. Yeah, well, they only built half of it. It seemed like they had pretty much finished it. Mm. I thought that was why they were partying. I thought they said they built half a jetty. Ah, Not maybe. to split. Okay, yeah, well, let's check it out. Right. We've got the source material. That's true. Plenty of opportunities for me to be proven, once again, confused. Well, it looks like it's half done, but... I think they finish it before that night when they have their party. <sighs> oh, shit, you're right. It's at the beach party. Ah! The kids deserve it. They've already built half the jetty. Thank you. All right. Everybody, Corey was right. Drink. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's the opposite of the way that the drinking game's supposed to work. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so they've got a jetty half built. And it's a good thing they do because they're, yeah, they're having a, a beach party. They're all dancing. And Aqualad, he's, man, he really looks like he's 
how do you even say that? Like he's like almost like a like a Caesarish, not Caesar. Like I don't know what you're trying to say, so I don't know how to say. The, it. the way that that he is drawn looks as though he is um, like kind of like being electrocuted or something. And Wonder Girl is totally into it. She's like, "Go, go, go!" And he's like, "Like no, it's, that's Kid Flash." Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. That's what I meant. Yeah, he's like having a conniption fit. Yeah, that's a way to say it. He's freaking out. Really, he and uh, he and Wonder Girl have been flirting a lot this issue. Yeah, and in the past couple months, mm-hmm. there's a weird part where where he says, uh, "Hey, I'd be jealous about you." Yeah, to see all those. Yeah, okay. Guys. So yeah, while they're while they're boarding their helicopter to head for to Baxter Beach, Wonder Girl says something about wanting to meet all the cute college guys. That's a great place to go hunting. Or yeah, a girl's happy hunting ground because there's cute swinging college guys. And Kid Flash goes. If I didn't know you were crazy about me, I'd be jealous, WG. Ha <laughs> ha ha. Yeah, that's There's a... an oddly emphasized last ha that has ellipses before it, which What is that? A, I don't that really know how to read that. Made... I don't know what it denotes, but I like it like ha <laughs> ha. No, I read it like <laughs> like he started saying that with confidence and then and then he's like, "Oh, but I, it's I am jealous." It adds it Reads the opposite way to me because it's that would be if it was a like smaller no, no, after no, some like ellipses. He's, like he's but it was compensating a, by like, by <laughs> giving an artificially. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, maybe that's how it. Or reads. like a villainous laugh, right. like force. But they're dancing on the beach. They're having a great time. That's. I, I believe that Wonder Girl has already made another mention to how much she's looking forward to partying with cute college guys. Mm-hmm. But they're all having a great time, and then, uh oh. Seems like everything's resolved. We've had really a full issue of action yeah. and resolution. Yep, we're good. And then Captain Tiger shows up. <sighs> Captain Tiger shows up in his submarine. He has referred to his scrapbook that he keeps mm. of his newspaper clippings of himself, but he doesn't actually keep the articles. It will be the headline, and then the article will be cut out from it. Mm-hmm. Like, not even represented by, like, wavy lines or whatever. It'll, it'll just be like, oh, headline... I think Captain Tiger maybe can't read. And there's pictures. Because, yeah, it's pictures and headlines, Mm -hmm. and that's it. And it's on this bulletin board that he keeps. Mm -hmm. He's a good villain. He's a great villain. He's such a good villain that people around the world aren't sure if he actually exists or not. But Mm -hmm. he believes they have convinced themselves he doesn't exist so that they don't get too scared. Yeah. He's like a Kaiser Soze. He is. Just the greatest, not, as, not as smart. The greatest trick that <laughs> Captain, Captain Tiger, Tiger has ever done, <laughs> ever done uh, was firing that torpedo at the bank. <laughs> yeah, okay, so about the torpedoes, it's my understanding that those are, they need water or some sort of liquid in which to be propelled through. Yes. That would make a lot of sense because I don't think they could stay airborne, especially as it says they're traveling at about 50 miles an hour. Yeah. Which I don't think Man, you can like stay. Like a little propeller. Airborne. Yeah. It, and there's one that shoots up a hill. Yeah. Well, it shoots up a hill to the bank, which... It's like a bank homing land torpedo. Okay. So here's the deal. He shows up and says... He, he runs aground on the jetty, which, which is why oh, it's a good thing yeah, that they built the jetty. He's not happy, though. He is pissed off because their pri- previous Seriously. plan had been to pillage the town, get back into the submarine, mm-hmm. head back out into the ocean. Yeah. They're submarine pirates. Yeah. But they can't do that because their sub has run aground on the jetty. Mm-hmm. But he's like, well, we still got all these guns and we got a town full of people. So we're still going to take all their stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I guess we'll just have it and we'll live the rest of our life in the submarine that has run aground. Or something. Mm. But so he starts to implement his plan. He shows up and is like, all right, you guys, I'm going to blow up your town if you don't give me all your loot. Right. And so 
the town is like, oh shit, what are we going to do? But they got some Teen Titans there. Bam. So Aqualad, mm -hmm. our hero, sneaks into the water, runs into some eel buddies. He's like, hey eels, how about we get those guys? They're intuitive little critters because yeah. he was like, oh, it's almost like they know I need... They know I need them to attack. It doesn't show him actually talking to no, the eels. No, they just showed up. They're like, what's going on, them. man? They're just like, oh, Aqualad's going to fight some pirates? Oh, we want in on this. Yeah. We're fucking eels. Those guys are assholes. Yeah, pirates, not yeah, eels. I know. Okay. <laughs> so the eels wrap up the pirates. Aqualad jumps onto the ship, throws a grenade down the barrel of the ship's main gun, mm -hmm. which is great, mm -hmm. except that when it explodes, it knocks him out. Yeah, bummer. Which is a bummer. I, I just want to say that some of my favorite dialogue, too, is I think it's actually Captain Tiger who, um, he does a lot of that, like, uh, that, uh, what, what is the term for it, where they narrate exactly what's happening on unnecessarily, but so, so the reader can tell. Right. But the, the eels, I call it Claremonting, because Chris Claremont does that all the goddamn time. <laughs> he's he's Claremonting <laughs> that uh, the eels, which you can clearly see in the panel, yeah. have, have, like, encircled his arms and... It's something like, ah, eels slithering up my arms and tying them so I cannot move. Like, yeah. he doesn't say exactly that, but it's... It, it's along those lines. But Aqualad is now out, but the town's main gun is out. So he decides that he is going to do something that makes no sense from a couple perspectives. Okay. He is going to fire his torpedoes, which should not operate firing through the air. Right. At the bank and just blow it up. Yeah, blow up the bank. Right. Here's the thing. He wanted the town to give him all his money. So his first move is to be like, all right, town, give me all your money. And to show you that I'm serious, I'm going to start by blowing up all the money. Yeah. Not the brightest. Not a great pirate move. No. no. <laughs> he does that. And then he's getting ready to fire another torpedo. Mm -hmm. Like uh, at the kids, right? Yeah, I think. Which is and so Wonder Girl. Pretty harsh. Blocks one of the torpedo tubes. Then uses her lasso, ties up the other torpedo. Kind of swings it around, throws it out into the ocean. I thought she was going to throw it back at Tiger, I did but too. I was a little disappointed. But she didn't. She mm -hmm. she just gets rid of it. Then he turns on a special magnet that he has that mm -hmm. works on her magical bracelets. Yep. Why does he have that? We don't know. How did? Where did he get it? We don't know. Did he invent it? Nobody knows. I think he might have invented it. I don't know if he's got the wherewithal. I, maybe he's a savant. Maybe so. <laughs> a magnet savant. Yeah, he's he's super good at magnets and pirating. Yeah. He's pretty good at pirating. He's, he's very good at pirating. It's not evidenced here, but I gotta believe he's a great pirate. Just one bad Look Jenny at those will... clippings. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he's got it. It's very specific type of pirating he's good at. Any foil, in the, any jetties, any running aground. It, uh, he has a high level of functional fix-itness. He, he he has a plan. He's going to stick to it. Submarines are for this. Torpedoes are for this. Yep. I'm using this this way. Yep. He's not good at improvising. No, he's not. But good at magnets. Good at magnets, which he uses to incapacitate Wonder Girl. Mm -hmm. Up next, the other two Titans. So they do this move that's pretty cool, actually. Mm -hmm. The Flash runs around really fast mm -hmm. in, to create like a sandstorm type thing. Not Robin not. hides inside of that. Mm -hmm. And so they just come up to the pirates and Bad just yep. kind of hit them like when ha in a whirling dervish, like when Hagar the Horrible and his wife are fighting. Yeah, yeah, and and Tiger. I'm sorry, Andy Cap and his wife are fighting. Hagar the Horrible and his wife don't fight. He's too intimidated by her. I am trying to access those memories. It's quite all right. You're not missing much. Wait, Andy Cap? He was horrible. Wasn't oh yeah, he, he was, was like a horrible a spouse abusing drunken. Guy. In the guy Sunday living paper on welfare for kids. in the Sunday paper for kids selling hot fries. 
Uh, um, yeah, he was the worst. Oh, no, he was, was terrible. Great. Yeah. He wasn't terrible. Like Andy Cap was, was terrible. Hagar the Horrible is... Oh, horrible, excuse me. Yeah, he's not terrible. Hagar the Terrible is a different guy. Anyway, and Kid Flash and Robin <laughs> are in the middle of this sandstorm. Punching people out. Just punching people. There's a lot of punching in this comic. Yeah, and doing a good job. Really clearing, clearing through a lot of the pirates. And then Captain Tiger just picks up a log and whumps it into the middle of the sandstorm and appears to knock them both out. Mm-hmm. Did knock out Robin. Mm-hmm. Kid Flash is a little bit woozy, mm-hmm. but... We think. I think he's, he is actually a little bit woozy. Oh. He's just not knocked out. Okay. When T- Captain Tiger comes near him, Kid Flash was just playing possum. Yeah. He kicks ta- Captain Tiger in the face, uh-huh. and then Captain Tiger just whaps him in the head twice. Like, just kicks him in the face twice and knocks him out, mm-hmm. and does it in a super badass way. Yep. It's... Pretty great, actually. It was great. That was a, a good exchange of martial arts action. Yeah. And Kid Flash starts that shit off cocky, too. He's like, oh, I, I know. fooled this guy. I, you know, he kind of cold cocks him with his foot. Yeah. And says something like, enjoy a face full of foot. Yeah, good one. Yeah. And Not good Tiger's enough. like, oh, yeah? Yeah. I'll show you a face <laughs> full of foot. Yeah, and he does. Bam. So that was pretty great. But all the Titans are taken out now. What are we going to do? Uh, what are we going to do? Captain Tiger and his pirates are about to recommence Operation Pillage, which is in quotes, and I like that they named it that. Yeah. Not the best, not not the the cleverest naming, but effective. Gets the job done. They're about to go through that. The townspeople, like the police are like, look, we got four guns. I know, they're they're like, stop them in the car. And the cop is like, no, I don't want to. (laughs) It's scary. It's dangerous. And the mayor's like, okay, you've got a good point. (laughs) And then all of the college students pile into their locomotive that they have, again, for For some some reason, reason. and just drive it down the rails, which conveniently lead to the submarine. They load it up the front with the cypress logs that they've logged down, Mm -hmm. which leads me to believe that the town is probably in Florida. Cypressville. Yeah. (laughs) It's probably in, in Baxter. Baxter Beach. That's right. Uh, it's probably a suburb of Cypressville. <laughs> and just plow into it, knock the, knock out mm-hmm. all of the pirates, and kill their submarine. And, and they get the brawl that they always wanted. And then they get into a super giant brawl on the beach. And there, this is one of my, this is one of my favorite issues because there are several panels of people brawling, and the, all the people brawling look joyful. They're like, finally, we get to brawl. They're grinning. This is what we wanted to do with our spring break. And punching. (laughs) Oh, they're having a much better time than they were at the previous beach party with dancing and guitars. They look delighted. Yeah. Even even the the Titans get into it. They're getting into the act. They want to look cool for the college kids. Because the Titans get freed, we should mention, by the collision of the... Right, it knocks out the magnet. Mm -hmm. Somehow. Somehow. (laughs) And then Wonder Girl frees the rest of them. Yeah. So there's a giant brawl. All the college students and the Titans kick pirate butt. Kick pirate butt. And then... Pirate booty, we could say. We could absolutely say that. Would you like to? I think I did. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) And then the town loves the college kids. The college Mm -hmm. kids love the town. Everybody makes picket signs. All the feels. It's great. Yep. It's great, and that's the end. Wow. What a great issue. What a great issue. So, that being said... Slang. You want to start with slang? Let's start with slang. What was your favorite slang? Well, there, there were a few 
toss-ups, but I think I'd, I may have the same one that you had, which is the sort of lead proponent of college students brawling, whose name we find is Boom Boom. Boom Boom. Yes. Um, not to be confused with Marvel Universe's Boom Boom. Not, not who, at all. Who is a mall chick. Yep, this guy's no mall chick. No. And his, uh, by way of explanation of, like, why that there needs to be this brawl, he says, we're wild, woolly, and full of gumdrops. He, the full speech is, listen, boy wonderful, <laughs> don't think us out for having a good time. We're wild, woolly, and full of gumdrops. We gotta live. We gotta rumble. You, yeah. You little boy blue had better believe that. Yeah. And that's what's so passionate. It, it is. And he really whips the other college students into a frenzy. They are all behind him on he's that. He's talking with his hands. He's talking he's with pointing. his hands. One guy in the crowd just like starts holding a guitar over his head like he wants to mm-hmm. do the holly hip slash honky tonk man smash with it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. One so of them responds by, we got to rock and rave or we're deadsville, which deadsville. is another great use mm-hmm. of slang. Yep. There, there's a lot of great slang in this issue, but that is my favorite. Was that your favorite as well? It was. There was another instance you said you wanted to bring up that, that used slang. Yeah, there was a one, and it's actually from the opening panel, which is like the foreshadowing thing. And it's where Aqualad uses the, the eels to subdue the pirates. And his sort of thought bubble, or, or maybe it's a verbal thing, is he says, Hold them, eels! If I don't get this egg where it will hatch, the whole town's a gone goose! And yeah, so that's a nice way to refer to a hand grenade. Yeah, yeah, he's referring to the scene where he throws the grenade in the gun and then accidentally knocks himself out but that just sort of cracked me up that he's talking to the eels he's talking about and he's got this foul it's a really dynamic panel too that's going on in Mm -hmm. that speaking of dynamic panels what was your favorite panel oh boy i think i'm gonna have to say my favorite panel is the one where kid flash is doing what i perhaps inaccurately referred to as an aerobics bicycle okay where he's he's pedaling boom boom (laughs) overhead and it's just, it's him on his back doing this thing that looks vaguely aerobic to me. And, and poor Boom Boom is just in this this blurred circle of motion. Yeah. Getting kicked repeatedly. He looks really flash. sad about it, too. You know, when he's done, he's all brutal. When he's done, broken. he just kind of sits and cries on the beach. I know. And they're like, we're right, right? And he's like, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> my, my favorite panel is, it's, it's kind of a split panel where we first see all of the college students headed to Baxter Beach. Hmm. And they, have and pickets, they all right? have picket signs, and they're all riding buses or on the outsides of cars like they're Muppets. Yeah. And playing guitars, singing songs about how much they dislike the other school. They, they hate the other school. Uh, and it's it's just a really cool scene. Teeming throngs of humanity. Somebody's holding up a sign that says, A grapefruit and thou, eow. Oh, thank you. I actually wrote down wrote that down because I couldn't figure out what that last word was, and it just didn't. I was like, a grapefruit and thou, e y o w w. Yeah, he's saying yow because it rhymes with thou. Yeah, because it rhymes with thou, and because like yeah, 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 you want a grapefruit? Yeah. We're gonna get into some weird shit. <laughs> <Yow>. <laughs> okay, that, that's I'm, that's I'm pleased you deciphered that for me. Yeah, so that's really great, and uh, it's honestly, that whole page is great, because it also does, that's the same page that has them flying out of the Batman billboard yeah. that they have. I had a, a similar, my, my backup favorite panel was actually really similar to that one, but it's the the end one. The end panel, where there are all of the, again, the picket signs. It's the happy pickets, though. The happy picket signs, which, there, there is a weird thing there, too, where... All of the town has made really nice picket signs that are like, Baxter Beach loves the cool college cats. Mm -hmm. And come again, college cats, anytime. 
or just yeah yeah which is nice <laughs> and then the college students have there's one that's baxter beach citizens beautiful says brandon Mm-hmm. That's some nice alliteration. Yeah. A, a lovely sentiment. And then the students from Dobbs made one that said, says, Dobbs digs Baxter Beach old fogies the most. It's a little bit of an underhanded compliment. Yeah, that's kind of a backhanded compliment. Yeah. I, I get that they're trying to be nice, but it's mm-hmm. like, you stupid old people are great. Yeah, Dobbs. That's that's not nice. Dobbs. <sighs> Who is your favorite Titan? Again, this is a little bit of a, a toss-up for me. In fact, this is... I went back and forth. I had, I had a three-way toss-up on this Whoa. one. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Who you got? Well, Kid Flash, because he punches and kicks so much. He does punch and kick yeah, a lot. I like, you know, I love my martial arts I know. action. Oh, and there was a follow-up kick, too, where... So, first he kicks uh, Captain Tiger. That doesn't go well. Captain Tiger knocks him out. But he later does, a, like, a drop kick with both feet on Captain Tiger. So yeah. Like, they have this, this one-upsmanship going of, on. Of, of kicking. Yeah. Yeah, I and, like their kick contest. That's nice. Yep, that tickled me. Aqualad, I love for uh, that. I think the he eels. gets more action, but especially the eels. Yeah, in this, he gets he didn't get as much action as I thought he would, given that he gets it's, it's a whole ocean beach thing. It's a whole beach episode, in and in the opening like splash page, mm-hmm. that's the teaser for the issue. It looks like it's going to be an Aqualad centric issue, and it, it isn't. Yeah. Which... I, I really I I agree with the young Tony Isabella who requested more 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 action, action for Aqualad. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I would like to see that. But and and then the the third one is just Wonder Girl is just so fucking awesome. Yeah, and Wonder Girl is actually my choice because I want to try that three thousand year old sandwich. <laughs> I I wrote down when I was debating which Titan should use. I wrote down eels versus sandwiches. Ooh. <laughs> and when I phrased it that way, I immediately was like. Sandwiches. Sandwiches. Wonder Girl. Okay. So Wonder Girl was my favorite. Okay, Kid Flash for me. Okay. So there is one last thing that I want to talk about. Mm. Did you read the end comic panel? I did. Nope. It's BEM shows up. And it's really weird because it's a PSA. It's unrelated to the whole issue. Okay. It's the back page Mm -hmm. and it's a PSA. But I, for the life of me, can't figure out what it is a PSA for. It's like those things that I think of as being a new thing that's like for this society for the betterment of tomorrow. That I always think sound like supervillain organizations. Right. From a dystopian future. Mm -hmm. But what BEM stands for is brains, emotion, and muscles. And so it's three guys, one representing brains, one representing emotion, and one representing muscle, Mm. are at a dance and there's a pretty lady. Brains tries to ask the girl out, but he bores the shit out of her. Mm-hmm. Emotion tries to ask her to dance, but he freaks her out. It's too emo. Yeah. And then Muscles tries, but he just picks her up by the arm and swings her around, and she's not into that. So you already give me a kiss. And then they decide that they need to combine themselves, and then it says, and thus BEM is born. And then he's like this super dreamy dude that has BEM on his sweatshirt. And the last panel is BEM makes a scene and they're dancing and the lady's saying, gee, BEM, you're groovy, so smart, so understanding, so strong. That's it. It doesn't work that way, man. Well, A, it doesn't work that way, but also, what is this an ad for? That you should just be a complete person? That's That's clearly the the message. It's like, okay, nerds, go to the weight room, jocks, hit the books... 
philosophy students hang hang out with the nerds in the job. Right, and everybody just feels something. Yeah, come on, people. That's weird shit. It's I I it just freaks me out. I love it, mm-hmm. but it's we it's published as a public service in cooperation with the National Social Welfare Assembly. That's another one of those things. That... All things told, brains motion muscle, folks. Brains motion muscle. B E M. Bam. Boom. Bam makes the scene. Bam. Bam. Boom. Bam. 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 Ha! <laughs> 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 oh, goodness. That was fun. That was fun. I really enjoyed that issue. I hope you enjoyed listening to us yammer on about it. Mm. We'll see how much I edit out of the Lentil Walnut Burger <laughs> discussion. <laughs> Because this one's running pretty long right now. But thank you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed it anywhere near as much as we have. And we will talk to you next week when we are all the way up to number 10 of the Teen Titans. My goodness. Where does the time go? Enjoy, enjoy! Enjoy! Enjoy!